feel like Roy is speaking for us. Like Roy is speaking for us. This is the Audible from deep in the depths of Kensington, Maryland, basement podcast studios of First Amendment Sports. I'm Ken Marangolo. He is Kevin Ricca. It's Dallas week. It's Tuesday. Let's let's beat these guys, man. I can't listen to these buttholes talking all this trash all week. Oh, yeah, I dropped a b hole on them right off. The that bat. was our first b hole <laughs> reference in an intro. He's Tim Strachan. I'm not gonna go that far, but I'm ha- I'm happy to be here. That's for sure. All stuffed and feeling good from Thanksgiving. Big old win, yeah. He's Brian Stabby. Nothing like Thursday night football. On a microphone, we're we're testing out our equipment yeah. this evening. We're we're taking steps here, guys. Um, this is after the whistle, the official Redskins after show of Hogshaven, the uh, the best basement podcast after show for the Redskins that I'm personally aware of. Um, and we cover the greatest television show, uh, in our opinion, which is uh, Redskins football. Season 85, episode 11. 11. Thank you. I'm, you I can it. always, I, I'm always, I'm kind of looking math, for guys. teamwork hey. making the dream work. And I know here. we've you screwed got it up already. I know oh, once, yeah. the, once the fingers are done, we have to work with a toe. That's right. So we got uh, it. We, we got, got, it, we got it all covered. I think they have 17 <laughs> games left this year, um, including, uh, you know, a few uh, exhibition friendlies. Um, but uh, it's been a fun show through uh, 11 episodes. So and it's ups and downs. If, if As all great television know. is has the greatest when it has great anticipation. Like when you're, when, some, when you're looking forward to seeing something um, or you have a lot of time to think about it, uh, some of the best shows on TV, obviously um, we, we, have a, we, we have the ones we, we think are the best. But when you're building up to something, for Redskins fans, on Thanksgiving... You had a whole day of Thanksgiving, you know, family, friends, whatever people do on Thanksgiving, travel, uh, eat turkey, and watch football. Um, you had the Green Bay game on early, right? And then the only game on TV that the whole world is watching, to watch them, sorry, Dallas Cowboys, t- take a loss. And then right on the heels of that amazingness and everything else that was great about that day, uh, the Redskins played in prime time. Um, the only game being watched around the world against the Giants. I mean, it, it, it wasn't the exhibition of football, uh, you know, that that you, you were you, we've seen. But um, the, Red, the Dallas lost. The Redskins won. It was it was just a great. It was a great. Like, when's the last time you felt like that? Given where we just came from two weeks ago. I just want to liken it to having that drunken uncle over when you're hosting Thanksgiving for the first time and your in-laws are coming. And he could have ruined the night. And you know, and, and you know he's capable of it. You know, he's stretching on the couch, hands down his pants, next thing he's got his arm around your wife, yeah. you know, the whole nine yards. <laughs> but at the very end, he didn't. Yes, he didn't no. ruin it. He didn't. Everything went just, properly. And when you got four days and you're playing Thursday night football, a W is a W. It's going to be ugly. That's been proven. And uh, my drunken uncle, he did just fine that evening. He did just fine, and it's a great analogy. Buddy. There was Thanks, nowhere, man. there was nowhere but up to go, you know, spiritually after that that loss we took in in New Orleans. But we we didn't have a whole lot of time to think about it. We were preoccupied with eating, you know, for the most part. Oh yeah, and uh, it, it, you know, f- there hasn't been, you know, I, I think of great football days. Um, you know, one time I went to a Cincinnati Bengals Ravens one o'clock game, 
and then drove down and did uh, Eagles Redskins Sunday night game, um, where we beat the Eagles on Sunday, in Sunday night football, and it was an amazing football day. Like to me, like th- Thanksgiving was an amazing football day. The first game was just kind of a warm up, but we got to watch I, I Dallas. Do, I do have to lose. correct you though. In the, in the spirit All of right. Thanksgiving, you got to call it the Lions game, not the Packers game. That's true. That's fine. That's fair. That's fair. Just uh, saying. Oh, I, I, I'm a huge fan of Matt Stafford, um, and but I do, I, I do. They're, they're, now you know my leanings. Uh, my son was always like, "Who are we rooting for?" And I'm like, oh, "We're rooting for the Packers." You know why not? Um, what do you, what do you, why do you hate the Lions? So I, I don't, I don't. And it's a red, I think as a Redskins fan, if you think about over time, uh, there was a time when you it didn't matter who was on our team when we played the Lions. You felt like we were going to win because we always had. With losing to the Lions is, is a relatively new thing for the Redskins, um, which we're, we're digressing a little bit. But it, it's that feeling about the Lions. It's, it's changed over the last few years. But We beat them at home in the playoffs at FedEx. Against, with Barry, uh, uh, 99. That was, I think that's our, our, our lone FedEx home playoff, playoff win. Yeah. yeah. It, it was Brad Thank Johnson. Thank you, Detroit. Thank you for Thanksgiving <laughs> and for 99. You don't say that every day. Yeah, no. Oh. And I Sorry, love I didn't him. mean that. No, no, no. I love seeing. I don't have anything against Detroit. Um, uh, just a you lot should. of confidence. I'm just kidding. Um, to so, all Detroit fans. So there you have it. You know, uh, we needed to come back uh, from that New Orleans game, and it, it just the day lined up perfectly. We know the end result, but uh, you know, look looking back at the game itself, um, I was trying to think of a scene stealer for me. Personally, and I'll, I'll, I'll throw out what probably won't win the uh, scene stealer, you know, contest today. Um, but I just love what Josh Doxson did early. And, and I, we talked about it all the time. And he get, he's been getting more, more props and credit. And I don't think we're over talking about him just quite yet. But he, he all of a sudden started acting like, you know, like the man. Uh, and, there, and our offense was all of a sudden treating him like the man. And the catches that he didn't make. Um, you still know that Kirk Cousins has no problem throwing those balls. He's he's just you know he but he'll make those. He'll make those. Going I think to. he's, he's he, going you know to. I think everybody was a little bit frustrated that maybe he didn't come on the scene like just like explode on the scene. But I think yeah. he's the kind of guy that he's going to learn from each mistake. He's going to learn from each each experience as we have seen now over the past three or four games. He, we talked about it last week. I mean, he's now running, you know, not just, you know, nines. He, he's running all kinds of different patterns. Yep. He's getting involved, you know, more. He's, and he's, he's a got primary a target snaps now. On, on, a more, on a more regular Absolutely. basis. He's the one I've, route. I've, I've really enjoyed his progress. Yep. And I think that he's got so much more to go. Can't wait. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. I know we want yes. it to be a sprint. In this day and age, in this Twitterverse we live in, yeah. uh, we can see the tools. And you're right, the progression in him. Art Monk didn't explode nope. on the scene. Nope. No. Uh, watching uh, on the Life of Joe Gibbs, I'm sure we'll get to that. My, my son is like, who's that? I was like, that's Mark awesome. Rippon on the sidelines and playing clothes. I go, he was that's about right. the fifth string quarterback that year, <laughs> son. Back in the day, they buried these guys. On injured reserve right, forever. And, then, and guess what? He became a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. And a nice teachable moment. Well, that whole show was. We'll get to that later, I'm certain. It, uh, but yeah. watching Josh Doxson. Come of age, and that's exactly what he's doing. He's a coming young buck. Of age. Coming, coming of age. And and, and the, the, the progression this year, no doubt. He's got so all the tools, man. He's got all the tools. He's a freak. He's officially, I think, in every capacity, not just in a homer, homery, optimistic capacity. There's zero 
there's zero percent bust with this guy. Um, he he looks like a first round wide receiver. He's playing like a first round wide receiver. Our offense is incorporating him as essentially our number one receiver at this point in time. It appears. Uh, you're at excited the, about at least in the first half. Yeah. Well, okay. you know. Yeah. I think they the 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 targets got dictated a little bit. I think they took. I think to his credit, I think they were focusing on him. Uh, Doxon. They were trying to take Doxon away with the safety, uh, and they have a real good one, uh, Landon Collins. Um, I mean, if you're a fan of another team, an average fan of football knowledge with superior fantasy football knowledge, and you root for someone else besides the Redskins, he shows up at your place on game day, and he makes a play that we've seen him make, you go, he's a head turn. Who was that? Who the hell is that guy? Because he's he's under my fantasy roster, and I know all the pickups. No, he's that guy, and he will be. And next all, year. And, and Kirk Cousins, who just never seemed to be on the same page with Deshaun Jackson, um, who loved Pierre Garçon 15 to 20 yards, um, but I don't really think he ever had great touch with a deep ball with Pierre. He is throwing balls to a spot where he knows Doxson's going to be, and they're, and they're on the same page. They're synced on, on, on some of these it's things. A it's a little bit of both cool. because Doxson can do things that Pierre could never do, and with a guy like Doxson – you know you can put you know you can put the ball near him, and he has the ability to go get it. Or you know you can put the ball slightly outside where only he can get it, possibly nobody else. But Catch radius, to, yeah. It's I don't huge. know if Pierre had that. No, and that's really not what he was. But best uh, my, at, my point but is that's what makes Doxson yeah. so good now and going to be even better. Do you guys have any other scenes? Uh, well, I love Doxson. I love him dearly, and I know he, no, I know he in the first going. half. But you, you got to say, my, my, my scene stealer was a, a game-long achievement award. Somebody decided we weren't losing on Thursday night, and uh, Mr. Jamison Crowder yep. decided he was going to make play after play after play. I mean, he had seven for 141 and, and, and a touchdown. Uh, he's coming to his own the last four weeks. He's, he's hot as a pistol. I think there's only two other receivers with more catches for more yards. Uh, this is the guy that we thought would be this guy all year long. And, you know, he's been nicked up. I get it. But he's a baller, and, and he showed it. He decided we're not losing to the Giants on Thanksgiving. Sorry. And you, you look at he was an offense. That he was an absolute beast. Has these guys, you know, as far as wide receivers go, Crowder and Doxon is your base. Um, we're not building a roster in this, on this show. Uh, hopefully Jordan Reed becomes healthy. He's under contract for a while longer. He's Many a, moons. Yeah. Um, and uh, – even if it's Ryan Grant as our number three, I think we're doing pretty darn good. Um, it's not that I've never been a Ryan Grant lover. I hope I don't get. I hope people don't get that impression. Um, he's a great number four. I. I mean. Hey, you know that, what? Is that so bad? No, and, but right. the beauty of this Redskins team and the way that McLovin built this team and the Bruce Allen followed his blueprint is that Ryan Grant was starting for us. You know, it was the kind of guy starting for us 10, 15 years ago. Uh, and for yeah. a while, I mean, that when, we, when we were regularly throwing number two and number three guys out as our number one, you know, Ryan Grant was on the field all the time for us. That, that player, that wide receiver, we can go down the list. Um, I know Lance Hayden, uh, who's a tailgater, I think he has a T-shirt that has a list of, of wide receivers. It's, it's unbelievable. So... Yeah, I don't want Ryan Grant at the top of our list. Great depth um, great, at wide great receiver. Depth. There you go. Do you, do you did you want to go away from either Josh or? Uh, well, I think boy? you got to give props to P Ryan going for over 100 in, in two games. Hasn't happened since 2013. It's unbelievable, and I think that that I've always been a big proponent of that. You need to have a running game. You know, it's it's 
you have to have it and to have a guy go back to back 100. That's my numbers too. Uh, two back to back 100 games. That's just you, you got to give props to him. He's another guy who is showing he is learning from week to week. He is starting to become, you know, coming into his own. The Catalina wine mixer was out there too, helping, him, helping him get yards. I mean, but that even makes it even more impressive. I know, it, you I know, know. That, that he's able to I don't do know this. How doing I think it, he's become again. We're seeing guys Swearinger. We we talked about it before the season even began. Where guys like Swearinger is, they're becoming pros, right? These guys are becoming pros. They're they're they're, they're coming into their own. And we're going to see young guys like Doxon and Pirine, who were a little rough right off the start, you know, not didn't didn't explode on the scene, but they're st- they're each week they're doing something different, they're getting better, yeah. and they're just at the beginning of. Well, football. if you were watching, that's what makes this hall more exciting to me right now. If you were watching football last night on Monday Night Football, you saw an Ozzie Newsome team in the in the Baltimore Ravens playing. You know, I don't have any real love for the Ravens necessarily, but I think Ozzie Newsome is as good as they get in the front hey, office. Hey, hey. Number one, really number one in my book, um, Ozzie Newsome. Yeah, Ted Thompson, Colbert, and Seifert are right up there. But You'll be okay. You'll be all right. Yeah. Just, McLovin was up there. But anyways, right, uh, John Gruden made a big deal about his second-year guys, Ozzie's second-year guys, and the way that they were contributing a lot of, the, a lot of their defense uh, and a couple offensive um up front guys, these they got a lot of good second year players, and I've always kind of you know lusted after the kind of uh, the kind of roster builder lusted. that uh, Newsom is, and always has been, and always kind of wanted that for my team. And I think that, and, and you watch that game for for me, and I think uh, isn't Ozzy great? And look at what the, they have coming down the pike. If you watch this Redskins team. We can throw our, our second-year guys up with the best of them. You know, we can throw our young players up really with the best of them in this league. First of all, they've gotten a ton of experience because of all the injuries. And, and they're not they're, – they're, they deserve to play in the NFL. These, 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 these are players. These aren't the warm bodies that we were used to seeing in years past. Oh, no. No, no. Let's not waste all of your lust in Baltimore. Let's, let's <laughs> save some for the 202 again because there's plenty of guys – and people yes. in the front office for you too. I, I L word for yes. I, I can't say it anymore. It's making me sick. I'll tell you what. I'll move to shock. You're and a all. weird guy. Thank you. Thank you, T. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, I was I was shocked. I continue to be shocked. I don't think I've made a proper en- enough of a stink personally to join the, the fruckus because I'm not the first and I won't be the last. What is it going words. to take for? Jay Gruden to call a quarterback sneak oh, in damn. one of these situations. Why can't we be just a little more sneaky? Just, I mean, I understand Kirk Cousins damn. has run the ball. I understand he's one of our leading rushers. I understand our, our, it's not our, one of our main offensive things. I just don't get how when you have this far, I'm saying this far, multiple times over the last couple weeks. I mean, does Cousins wear like a six and three quarter? I mean, what's the deal? I there has to be something. I don't maybe, understand. Maybe, maybe Cousins, like, is it the center? His contract somewhere that he doesn't have. If we no, need no, eight no, inches. No. Tom Brady is, is ancient and he does it on the regular. No, I know. Um, I get the hits, but the hit that he took across he, the he, face look, mask in he, New Orleans. He has absolutely no ass to him. Absolutely none. No We're talking about none. inches. But, 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 he got, but he can get thin. But there is. He's got. We got to be a little more sneaky. Lot of ass on the other side of the guy. But in front I, of him. I, I, and, and, and if that's and the I, case, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just trying to justify why they don't I, even try. It. Now you it's, know why. Unbearable. I stand for and, and beg for a center. Why I wanted Ryan Kelly. Why I, I, uh, you know, I, I want lust after the, 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 the blue chip centers in the. If you can get a first round center. Or a top of the second round center, 
I guarantee you, you're calling quarterback sneaks. I mean, that's just it. Strong up the middle. Maybe that's why. I think th- I can't think of any other reason why we don't run a quarterback sneak is that they is that um, they don't trust the center. I trust Kirk. Well, when they trust Rulie, I don't know. I don't know. That is, we're long. This happened. This has happened. When they were in there. This has happened two, like egregious times over the last two weeks. Obviously against the Saints, um, and and I mean, shoot, the week before that. Uh, uh, oh, it's happened. The Vikings. It's, it's, it's happened forever. Well, but the, but okay. So once in each of the last three games, the Redskins have sat less than a ball length away from the first down, and they did not run a quarterback sneak. Ball Why? length. <laughs> Our one quarterback sneak of the season was a ball juggling by Kirk Cousins into the end zone by accident. Uh, maybe there's some uh, uh, ball juggling, ball length, ball measurements that we can properly. Less, less than a ball length. Less than a ball <sighs> length. It depends on the man. He, hold it together, everybody. Yeah. Hold it together. Yep. Is anyone else shocked and awed by this? I, I think people are. Um, that, to me, was my shock. And I, I don't yeah. – because, because I think that Jay Gruden is a professional offensive guru who has molded the, some of the best minds in, in this game, like Sean McVay, who's – Made an appearance on this show. Ah, there he goes, right getting now. creepy again. Uh, Sean McVay, well, Ozzy Newsom, and Ryan Kelly all just <laughs> tighten their belt two yes. notches somewhere in the United States of America. Yes, yes. There's this very un- uncomfortability. Uh, okay. Sneak it. That's me. Sneak the damn ball. Uh, again, this is a refrain. I know it's been getting a lot of airtime from your, your, at the, I'm sure that they're screaming the at point, the Ken. TV in the bar. That's my point. Why don't we run quarterback sneaks? I, I, I've been defending it. Like, oh, you know, it's not – we feel very, very good about very sneaky. doing whatever we do, the, the boots and the yeah. – I just – No, we need you it. you got six no, inches to go, and you, and you hand it off to a guy who's seven yards behind the line, and you're playing your 10th offensive lineman. Like, that's going to end well? I agree. And if anyone knows about a sneaky six inches, it's you, Mr. Marangold. Well, I was also going to say <laughs> you were running quarterback – they need, they need to sack Teal, this conversation real, oh. real fast. Hey, we didn't say we said the length of the ball, not the sack. Less than a ball I've like run more quarterback sneaks by the age of sixteen. Yes, you there's have. A, there's a reason why this head looks like this. Yes, there's a reason. Percentage of the time, yeah. I went into th- our I went into our film room one right. one week before playing Ricka back in uh, the uh, mid early mid nineties, and uh, my defense coordinator just sat back and goes, "They've run twenty five quarterback sneaks already, and yeah. it's only the first half." Oh, after going eight inches, it's fun to stand up and point, you know? You're so, like, yeah. percentage of the time of third inches. and inches that you ran a quarterback sneak? Percentage no, of the time. they ran a quarterback sneak on first and I know, I know, but second. I'm saying in that scenario. Just, just for NFL purposes and to redirect the conversation back this way, it's a fundamental staple that all the best, and you see the Drew Breeses jump up and pop the ball over the goal line and tuck it back. There's, a, there's, there's, there's guys that have done this since they were born. It's just like Kirk Cousins has done this since he was born. He didn't play another position. Yeah. He's played quarterback his entire existence. He's run a million quarterback sneaks. I don't understand why when we need a thick eight and a half inches, why we can't just run the quarterback. Seven and a half, maybe hard nine. Go ahead. Just go. I mean, Chase Rouillet is not going anywhere. If, that, if that's the problem, then we're never going to run sneak. That yeah, can't man. be it. I think maybe a guy like Gruden gets so tied up and twisted in all this stuff, and I think he's an, a, such an imaginary guy offensively, you sometimes yes. forget about stuff like, just sneak it, dude. No, you don't, I don't. Not at the NFL. You don't forget about stuff. He like just that. doesn't well, do it. This is my. I just don't think they've ever no prepared. It. They don't ever it. really done it. 
Okay, well, so we, it's, we've done it don't in the past. ask me why. No, this I, year is the I, year. I've wanted to we move on to this conversation year. for a while. It's, it's like beating your head against the. Uh, <laughs> but there's a reason for it, oh, and it will. It will. They'll they'll bring it in. I mean, I, I don't think it's a forever thing. I don't think us not running a quarterback seat is it's a forever like him thing. Talking about this, the, the grass at FedEx. He said beating your head <laughs> against the wall. I mean, what are we doing here? That's exactly what we're doing. Yes. And then yes. we stand up and say first down. <laughs> I can't wait till we run it 14 times this week. We get a hashtag, the audible shout out. I mean, I don't want him to do it just for the sake of doing it, but if it's third uh, inches, do first it for play the, the sake game. of doing it. Yeah, first play of the game, <laughs> quarterback sneak. You heard it here first. Um, I, I'll tell you what, let's go to Jay, we got numbers. if you're listening and watching, which we know you QB are. QB sneak, <laughs> yeah. first play of the game. No one will be suspecting Kevin, <laughs> ever. give us the numbers. I know you I mean, did there, some, well, there's a bazillion some research there. today uh, on some numbers. I think that, uh, you know, Season-wise, you know, definitely P. Ryan has to get his shout-out. Uh, the O-line going back-to-back for 100. I sat here for eight weeks and said we haven't had a guy rush for over 38 yards individually for eight weeks, yeah. I believe. It was awesome to see. And P. Ryan got going there, boy, didn't he? Man, he was running that thing. He looked like he was getting some confidence and he was had some little tempo it going, a little time. pace. And he's time. a battering ram, and he's got to, you know, he just came out, boom, boom, boom. Now he's learning to, you know, wait a little bit, find the crease, and he warmed down a little bit in the second half. But I love coming out of this game with our guy, Kirk Cousins, second to Tom Brady in passing yards only. Second to only Tom Brady in passing yards in the NFL. With who? With what O-line? With what's going on? Uh, I think it's a testament to the man. Uh, I'm not, you know, it's hard around here. You're either a uh, Kirk Cousins complete fantasy knucklehead lover or hater. And uh, I, I feel like I'm neither. I feel like I'm I am right below that right top level. Middle. And I think he's the eighth best quarterback I'm in the right NFL. right in the middle on him, that. I got him in the top fourth of quarterbacks in this league this season this season and there's there's a few guys ahead of him that only have a season or two left i think perhaps and uh by the time a possible contract situation would evolve in the next five years i think we got a top five guy uh he's that's what dan helly said on on this show dan helly that was the that the point that i always remember uh, we'll get dan back we'll get dan back but dan helly was said just by attrition by the end of kirk's contract by attrition He'll be a top five. But how about second in yards, sixth in completions, seventh in attempts, seventh in completion percentage, fifth in yards per attempt, seventh in TDs, and seventh in quarterback rating? Come on, man, we got a guy. Yeah, there's you just there's no denying it's uh these are facts as uh facts first. And only CNN one man, only one man on this team has played 100 percent of the snaps for the Washington Football Redskins this year. 100 percent of all his side of, snaps of his possible. Snaps of every uh, he's played every offensive snap of football for the skins. One man, he wears number eight. K. And maybe that's why we don't quarterback sneak it all that often. <laughs> that might have something to do with it. But uh, yeah, he's yeah. taking his fair yeah. share of hits no, no matter what. Last week we talked about this him. Tough, should, possibly should have been in protocol. Yeah. He should have been in protocol. Yeah, it would have been the worst 7-10 split in the history of Washington <laughs> Redskins football with Kirk Cousins and Chris Thompson going down with one fell swoop. Oh jeez. But. Uh, it's a, it's a just a it's just another week of of realizing what we have. And this is it. And this is my final thing with the numbers about yep. Kirk. His eleventh game winning drive in forty three regular season starts consecutively. So the last two thousand fifteen, sixteen, and this year, in forty three starts, eleven of those games are game winning drives. Not ties. Now, we're not talking about the times he tied it up or we went ahead and then we, someone came back from behind. 11 out of 43 starts, he has led the team down the field on a game-winning football drive. And yep. I'm not trying to hate on oh, him, boy. but he's also got nine interceptions in the final two minutes. 
Well, as, as a whole, the Redskins... 11 Redskin out of 43 starts, not to mention seven other last-minute drives yeah. to tie like or the game against ahead. the Detroit Lions. That means 50% where of the time... I don't know how many of those nine put a nail in the coffin on a game, but they certainly didn't help. And that's also historically. That's his whole career. We're not talking about the last two and a half years with the nine. Yeah, so that's true. So that, that, we have to, you know, That say, goes back to right, when he spelled. Right, you're right. Exactly. Could be a Hail Mary or sure. whatever. I, exactly. I get it. Well, because he had... I sat in the stands at a home game against the Giants in... What 2013, maybe it was something like that. Uh, maybe 2014, I can't remember. Probably 2014, where it looked like he was throwing it to the Giants. Like, I, like there was really no other explanation for uh, Davis. I, I remember this. Yes, uh, vividly. So he's come a long way. He, which is another thing that I think people don't conveniently forget, but that people don't uh, lean on as a core. I mean, we've seen, we've now seen him develop. We, we. I always argued that the Redskins do what they had because they watched him practice every day. But we've now seen him play, and there's no question that he's better now than he was when he first became a starting quarterback for us. And there's no question based on where he sits on all of these numbers that you can't expect that level of production at least. And I I lied. My final numbers here are he's played with two centers this year. Eight different men have played guard. Five different men have played tackle. I mean, that's the most absurd statistic on the year. Uh, I think you definitely got to give Jay Gruden and Kirk Cousins. They're attached at the hip. You can't like one and not like the other. You, you, you just can't at this point. That's who we are. That's who we are. That's what we got. And, and when you got eight guys playing two positions, eight different guys have started or have played snaps, not started. Eight different guys have played snaps at guard. Five, six, five different guys have played snaps at tackle. And, of course, two centers. Come on, man. Uh, I really don't know how we're getting week to week, how we're putting game plans together, how we're practicing, how we're working on this. I really don't – I just really appreciate the fact that we're relevant, and I know there's two wins out there that we wish we had, that we put ourselves yep. in a position. I get it. So, we, so the where fact is that we're in going? position to win. We say, where is this going? Well, where does it usually go this time of year when we have a playoff contender? Well, right now it's Dallas week, first and foremost. Um, so, so right now we're it's going to Dallas. Week. Uh, it, but – but everything that Kevin just said, I, I, I agree with. And I know we left, we left a little bit at, on the table a couple of weeks uh, this season, which is unfortunate because of the way the playoff math is, is kind of starting to work. True. Uh, but the do Redskins, what you can do. The do Redskins have control. the ability to – I call it its own – we're going to have a season within the season. This is going to be its own uh, story, its own plot, because this is what the Redskins have historically done. When we've made the playoffs since 2005, each of the times we've made the playoffs, we went on an end-of-season run, um, and uh, it's not hard to imagine that we could beat Dallas the way that they're playing right now, but it's, I mean, it's just, it's, yet again. Well, they don't have Zeke. They, uh, Dak is a not, game. He, without, a, without a running game, Dak is not what he was last year. He's 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 very human. There's, I think it's all setting up very nicely for the Redskins uh, to be able to win this game. But it's Dallas week, so you can't get you stuff's know. thrown out the window. It's hard to ignore Dak's terrible but numbers play, the last three weeks. It's playoff football for him for, from here on. The out. last three weeks, Dak Prescott has zero touchdowns and eight turnovers. That coincides with Dallas's number one Ewok being on the left couch right. for the no majority of the season. That continues against us. I just don't get it. No. Yeah. He'll, he'll There's no chance that continues against us. No chance. No chance. Absolutely. Maybe All not that. to that extent, but he's also not going to come out and throw five touchdowns. No. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, uh, they're favorite. Be a close they, they came out as three-point favorites, and now it's down it's to one and a half point, and uh, we, you got all kinds of stuff happening. 
of course they're going to be favored down there, and people sleep on us. They, they don't want to look at our they don't want to look at our injury report in Vegas and, and make sense of it. They've had a real hard time with us, yep. by the way, uh, with what we've done. This is Dallas week. It's all things thrown out the window. I cannot wait to go down to North Dallas, North Texas, and and, and come back with a big W on a Thursday night. I can't wait for Dak to be human again, to inhuman again and do the, the wrong thing. I can't wait to them. They're going to talk about the Ewok the whole damn first half. We know that. Yep. Is Romo doing the game? Because, I mean, look. It was Thursday. I, he's been doing a handful. Yeah, but I think they switched from yeah. CBS to uh, NBC Dang. or ABC He's been good. Yeah. Tony Romo's been a good good, good play caller this yeah. year, a uh, good color guy. I've I, always been a Tony Romo guy. He always helped us out, you know, whether we're watching the game. <laughs> Listening to him do the game, watching him throw it to us on occasion with teams that were way better than us and coming out of there with a loss. Is he having a Romo romance? I mean, that was... That's oh, he's great. Oh, he's great on the mic, dude. He's great. I'm not going to lie. He's money. I, I, I never hated him that much, aside from him playing golf against Tiger Congressional with a big old Yeah, smirk. that was a big mistake. But I, so got, I asked Tiger a question about that. Yeah. Um, I never it, disliked him as much as I disliked Danny White. Put that way. Mm. He wore the star. I needed more Twitter out of Danny White. It just, it just, but no, I mean, it. back in the day, though, there, it just seemed like the you know you hated him even more. You know? I hated Rafael Septien. I mean, just because you were supposed to, right? Who wears number one as a kicker? Like, right. Someone's gonna hurt this dude. <laughs> Rafael I had no. I, I thought he was one of the worst people. <laughs> that's the, no, that's walking the name the you're throw out from the day. <laughs> he was like, you could put him in your shirt pocket, and he wore number one. Like he was the biggest celebrator of all time, and we just we beat their ass. And yep. you know, we're still two and zero in postseason against the Dallas Cowboys forever. Remember that, Danny White and Septian. I think we need to maybe put you in a cage with Septian. <laughs> I and see what I happens. Mean, when, when, when you grow up and you're raised in this area and the stands are shaking and everyone's chanting, we want Dallas midway through the third quarter of the previous game, you know, you, 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 you learn Septian something. today. Maybe he, you, learn he, something. you might have a chance. You learn. Oh, he would have a chance. He would have a chance. <laughs> I will squish Septian. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, where is this going? I, I, I want to be realistic about Honestly, all, I mean, it's easy to say only care about this game, only only do it what's right in front of you. I mean, for the Redskins, th- this is the season. Um, without going through all the permutations and arithmetic, you've been saying some stuff today that yeah, just y- your words bend, bending. Yeah. Do you have things. Yeah. Uh, what the hell are you doing? Where's your thesaurus? nothing happens Lucky. for the Redskins if Lusty. they don't win. So it's like everything. Everything's in this game. Uh, it's must win. The the season really does hinge on it. Um, it's it's arch rival. It's it's prime time. It's the only game on TV. It's the only game anyone's gonna be watching. Sean Lee doesn't look like he's playing. I'm sorry, but I that's know. a big huge deal. Oh he my god, deal. he's a game changer. He, he tackles he's he tackles fans. He tackles changer. beer guys. He tackles vendors. He tackles uh, sideline guys. He was anyone, the last time we played him. I know he's been an animal against us, and I hope that hamstring leads a few more days to get ready. He'll he'll one dress, thing not worried about not be injuries and, about. and then stay out. I mean, of all the did Cowboys, not practice today. I think Redskins fans, if we wanted to be honest with ourselves for a, a couple of seconds and find a, hand, a handful of Cowboys that were better than they normally were, like I, I think Sean Lee is in the category of, of Cowboys who have played at their best against us. I think of a lot of Redskins games against no Sean doubt. Lee that left me. No doubt. I'm, I'm like almost like Emmett I Smith. I think a lot of teams I like, say that. Are we going to block, block Sean Lee? I think a lot of teams say that because uh, he's just an absolute well, no, but yeah, but we, beast of a football player. I'm talking player. about Tony Romo, an all-time great Dallas Cowboy. I never I never feared. But Sean Lee, 
I fear. Right. Like Leo Collins. So does, We're not fearing so does the fact that Leo Collins other is out. Teams in the league. I mean, he's no, gonna, no, he's, he plays best. He's he dining plays on better cheeks with, is what I'm saying. <laughs> with a broken gas mask bong. Congratulations, Leo Collins. You can get hurt doing that. You just you put a big gas mask on with a big huge bong, you get hurt. <laughs> he gets up. You get hurt. And then if you want to go after a 250-pound stripper who wants to come back at you, you have to answer a few questions. Fine. You're Sean Lee's the guy we're worried about, not Mr. Collins. Not Mr. Collins. He hasn't – I haven't really been overly impressed with Collins this season. And and I have watched more Cowboys games than I care to to, to, to say because they've been on and you know, in times when the Redskins haven't. And, and their offensive line is, is obviously not as good this year as it was last year. Um, but you think about the Lyle Collins thing and how he fell in the draft and a guy well, with his poor dietary ten- habits. I know, I know, but yeah, poor dietary. Yeah, yes. Horrible yes, off yes. the field. Yes. Uh, maskings. The maskings are, are tough, but you, mm. they got a guy with dietary habits. That's that's the worst. People the worst. were thinking he was a first round guy. They get him for nothing, and 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 he goes to that offensive line, and I just don't think that the results that I thought. No. Have materialized, but which is good for the Redskins. Um, I, I will say, I want to be all about beating Dallas and all about that's how it's going to go, and we're we're marching towards the playoffs. Um, but I do want to take one second to say, and I think Kevin touched on it before. There's a lot going on with this team and roster uh, that is good, um, and it's not like doesn't matter if we win or lose because it does. Uh, but to see, you know, to see some of these play- – to see what you know, like your team is starting to take shape for more than just this season. Uh, I hope Redskins fans are appreciating that because I don't think as a Redskins fan we've seen that uh, very often over the last 20 years. We've seen teams where we were like, okay, this, this team has a chance to be something, not just by December, but like for the next two or three or four seasons. Um, you look at who's locked up under contract. You look at – uh, we just we extended the first coach ever under Dan Snyder, so our offensive you know ideology is going to be somewhat this consistent. Kirk Cousins, obviously, I think is going to be here for the long term. We have wide receivers, we have offensive linemen. I mean, it's a good story. Look, when you guys, when you two seemed like close to the edge of the cliff last week after the Saints loss, I was the one that said, "Wait, wait, 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 wait." No, no, no a, that was specific to that a, Sunday. I, yeah. No, no, no. He was. He, I thought you had already. Yeah, you no, had already yeah. been like. You needed a couch. It was. It's I mean, an all-time loss, T. Like, thanks but for bringing it up. But I was saying, look at the that. big picture. Look at the big picture. I, I had already said before the season they're not making the playoffs this year. But I'm looking at a big picture, and I'm looking at an organization that's getting better. I'm looking at the guys that you just mentioned who are coming into their own. Uh, I love Joe. Uh, I mean, I love um, Gruden, Jay. I love Jay. I have never had a problem Gruden with him. Jay. I think he's doing a great job. Present. I think he just Present. he just needs more time Present. to get even better at it. Present. Uh, you know, everybody has their 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 faults, but he is going to. I, in my opinion, he's going to learn from them. That's just how he's built. That's how he is. He's gotten better this year than he was yet last year. He was better last year than he was the year before that. It's it's a good story. I think that that is the story when you take a step back of this entire organization. They may not and probably will not make the playoffs this year. Look, we'd be super hummerish if we didn't bring up the one thing. But you, I'll be damned you, if they don't just, make it next you year. You just reminded me. Fourth quarter, let's punt. Nope, let's call a timeout. Let's send the guys out there. Uh, let's get a delay a game. Oh, take geez. five yards and punt again. And every Jay hater was sitting there. That was like their, their penultimate moment. And I went, 
wait for an explanation. Yes, it was a gigantic boner. I get it. It's nothing we want to happen. There's human beings, you know, behind the twitters. It was a gigantic and behind the boner. It was. Okay. Now we come to find out in the post game conference that. There was a man that was supposed to be in, and he wouldn't name said man that was getting work done, and, and uh, the staff hadn't let him know that he wasn't available for the package. So when they called that play, that specific package, sent onto the field, they didn't. They were one man short, and there was a, there was a communication mess. This stuff happens. That will never happen again. This if you're stuff a good happens. Coach, that never happens and again. And we've had Joe Gibbs, and we've watched great them. coaches. And thank have God, had we've had Joe Gibbs. Shitty stuff happened. He's to a him. human being. When you see the behind the things, you get a, you get a more in touch of rea- with reality. What this man has done, if we go 9-7 and seven this year, I believe if we go 9-7, and seven, we have to think that that is a tremendous season, all things yes. considered. That's bizarre. It would be and, better and, than and, last year. And, and the leadership yeah. is the number one important thing to keep this group of guys together. Hey, did I mention 12 linebackers have played snaps for the Washington Redskins this year? 12! Zach Vigil shows up last week. I'm like, my son's like, who's that guy? It made a play. Hey, my son knows all the starters. He's like, Dad, who's that man? I was like, this, I don't know. Is this Jake, the preseason? Jake, hand me the, the iPad, son, and it'll be a teachable moment for both of us. Come on, man. Well, I think we're, I think we're, I think we're in the right spot. I think we're in the right place. I think we're appreciative. I'm never, no one can never going to take away the anger that every Redskins fan is, deserves to, to hold in their heart um, after that New Orleans game. Um, and, and, and embrace it and don't ever let it go because I'm not going to let it go anytime soon. And I, Everything I, about New Orleans makes me feel dirty. Mm, that, game, yeah. that game is primary. I'll be honest. Point. The next time we play New Orleans or at New Orleans, that, by the way. we're remembering, we're remembering this check. feeling. We're going to feel this feeling all over again because F those guys, F that whole situation. I'm not going to go all the way back down the rabbit hole, T, I promise. We're, we're going to move, move on. But it's still very real, still very raw. And, and beating the Giants is it, – it, 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 it's very liberating because it kind of we're back a little bit back on track, and I can take a little bit of stock, and I can and I can say there's there's some good things happening, but um, this season still has uh, lost opportunity. Um, that's something they got to clean up, you know. But in the graduation or evolution from this season to next season, the Redskins have got things they have to clean up um, that uh, that in order that in order to be to take it to the next step, co- coaches and players got to clean it up. And that's just that's just a fact. And let's beat these buttholes on Thursday. Let's beat these buttholes on Thursday. Start and stop this segment with buttholes. That's good. This is a b-hole book, <laughs> bookend. Bookend b-hole bookend. Um, thank you to everyone out there. Uh, appreciate it if you're still there. Yep, we we do appreciate it. Uh, people will will check this out. Um, if you have been paying attention to what's been going on in the background, you got some awesome. Uh, uh, Traveling Wilburys uh, inspired playlist from from this guy. Um, I think we're going with the Jameson and Glenn Livett uh, combo tonight mm-hmm. at the poker table. So uh, to all you guys out there, uh, thanks for making it fun, guys. A short week, uh, two days away from the Dallas Cowboys on national television. Let, let's get this one. Let's get this one. Let's come back next Tuesday on a roll. Uh, ahead of the Dallas Cowboys, and then let's start looking at the teams that are really become within our sights at that point in time. Then, then let's focus on that. But for now, everything begins and ends with beating Dallas. Beating Dallas. Let's beat no Dallas. doubt. You know? Um, I appreciate you uh, coming by and uh, putting that handsome mug on Facebook Live. Yeah, I appreciate, for I appreciate it. Let me uh, Tim Stracken. come by. Hey, I hate Dallas. I hate Dallas, too. Kevin Ricca, 
Roy Orbison jumped into my soul today, and we will bury this Glenn Livett. We will bury this Jameson, and yes. we will bury the Cowboys on Thursday. Thanks for checking us out. Appreciate everything you guys make it fun. Look forward to seeing you soon. Brian Stabby. I hate Dallas, but I love Tuesdays. Any any uh, special? You get the special shout out for anyone that you because you've been able to see all the comments. Yeah, our buddy, uh, our buddy James. James uh, Ramey's is what here up, tonight. James? We oh, missed yeah. you last week, man. We had a whole sandwich segment for you, and you just weren't there. Yeah, sandwich <laughs> takes. Sa- we had yeah, we we have our sandwich. I have a, a separate hard drive of nothing but sandwich takes. Um, interesting. Uh, some interesting choices were made, and I think you'll be fascinated by them when, if we make that public. Um, Freedom of Information Act, I believe, 50 years from now. I think anyone can listen to those sandwich takes. Um, on behalf of First Amendment Sports, I'm Ken Marangolo, and this was The Audible. <laughs>